coming to you, undead from the crypt. This is Adelaide Horror Podcast with Zombie Joe. <laughs> Episode 6, it's your host Zombie Joe, and this afternoon I'm going to be talking about war horror, and I'm going to be reviewing 2019 Blood Vessel by Justin Dix. Now, this movie, I kind of came into my little radar um, a while ago. Uh, The artwork jumped out um, on me for this, and that's what got my attention immediately, because I was like, whoa. The reason why, because I'm starting to look into horror movies as they're coming out now, and I've noticed that the the title artwork, the video covers, uh, I'll still say video covers because <laughs> my age, um, is the the artwork's going back to the 80s and in the 70s. So the late 70s, early 80s, when the artwork of videos and movies would just jump and punch you in the face like and immediately got you interested and attracted to the upcoming film that was coming out for me as a kid going to a video store in the early 80s mid 80s uh these title artwork would scare the shit out of me and would insinge into my brain and pretty much was nightmare fuel for me for a few years until I was old enough to to really dig them and actually now I love them like so initially scared me but now I'm a fan of and I've noticed that the movies now and I think it's awesome and please don't stop right is that they're going back to that VHS mid 80s horror artwork like where the 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 artwork and the and the um, illustrations on on the movie would describe what the movie's about you know you'd sometimes you'd have the villain involved and the victims and the characters uh, sometimes uh, you just it'd be one you know once what I mean by that is okay one a good example sleepaway camp a sneaker with a, a, a boa knife going through it with blood dripping down you know you're like holy crap like you know what is that um, you know, it, it gets your interest and it, and it piques you, it scares you, it, it does all the right things that it's supposed to. And and the cover art now uh, on a lot of movies coming out and upcoming movies and the last couple of, uh, for the last six months, I've been, I've been uh, doing so. So uh, really awesome. So the artwork that I'm talking about, uh, it's got here art direction by Joe Oliveira. Now, I hope this is the guy that's behind it because I want to personally say, Joe, well done, mate. You get a beer for me. So uh, you can quote me on that. Uh, You can say, hey, Joe, leave comments in the thing. Hey, Joe, you owe me a beer. Like, no worries, mate. You will. Uh, Happy to do it. I owe Justin a beer, I owe the special effects department a beer, uh, makeup effects, uh, the wizard, the Wicked of Oz crew, uh, and the actors a beer. So I'm going to be shouting everyone a beer by the end of this review. Awesome movie. Anyway, like I said, I'm going to enthusiastically rant here, so I need to stick to my notes or it's going to be like my wedding speech. Um, so, yeah. 
directed by uh, Justin Dix. Um, he, the movie before this that I recognise and I have to watch again is Crawl Space in 2012. Uh, that was a really good horror movie as well. Uh, and if you haven't seen it, I recommend it as well. Definitely check that out. Um, the budget and the gross amount I haven't got. Uh, I think it's too early for uh, IMDb to get onto that. And quite frankly, they're just busy giving out shit scores. So, yeah. Uh, I couldn't find out the details on that. So what I'm going to do is going to replace that section with the announcement section of these legends that are responsible for this movie. Okay, so uh, let's get into it. Makeup department, Andrew Culver, Sasha Delahoy Rinstrom, Josie Hanuska, Tristan Lucas, Dion Mark, Lou McLaren, Ricky Norman, Luke Polty, Lizzie Sharp, and special effects. The supervisor was uh, John Sanderson, uh, Bronwyn Kettles or Kittles, Grant Lovering, Dante New, Ryan uh, Kurt Rohan, William Scroswill, Steve Sexton, Cameron Smith, Caitlin Thomas, and Lincoln Wogan. Now, from a guy like myself, I have got a Shippercrudger Fragilistic Expedialidocious surname as well. So my surnames are mispronounced all the time. I apologize that I mispronounced yours, um, but I had to say your name out loud because you guys are awesome and the best, and this movie is fantastic. So well done, well done guys. And that's why I had to kind of push through in saying your names, and I, I apologize if I've mispronounced them. So, but you've done a great job guys. Massive pat on the back. Um, the cast uh, involved, we've got a, a pretty decent Australian cast in there. Um, there's two American actors in this, um, and and one U and one British actor, and the rest are Australians. Um, so we've got an Australian playing a Russian, and we've got an Australian playing a British nurse. So, uh, so we've got Nathan Phillips. Uh, he's the Australian soldier in this one. Uh, you'd know him from Blue Heelers and Stingers. Well, the Australian viewers would know him from Blue Heelers and Stingers. But uh, international viewers may recognise him from the horror movie Wolf Creek with John Jarrett. Um, Alyssa Sutherland, you'd know her from The Devil Wears Prada and also Vikings, the TV show. Uh, Robert Taylor, he's a very good Australian actor. Um, has been around for a very long time. Uh, the Australian actors, the Australian viewers would recognise him from Blue Healers and Stingers as well. So both Ryan and Robert have worked together. I don't know if on the same episodes, but they've worked on the same two TV shows. Uh, but uh, Robert, is, uh, he plays the sheriff in Longmire. And he's also in Meg, the giant shark movie, and Rogue, the giant croc movie. So <laughs> there's uh, giant animals eating him seems to be a theme uh, with Robert, but uh, he's in both those movies. Um, Christopher Kirby, he's uh, an American actor. He's, you would know him from uh, Iron Sky, and he was also in The Matrix 2 and 3. Um, Mosa, I think his character's name, M-A-U-S-S-E-R. I think Mosa or Mosa. Uh, that was his character. Uh, Alex Cook, uh, he's, he was in uh, Mr. Dundee um, on Netflix currently. That's on Netflix and as well as this movie. Uh, and Mark Diaco, uh, he's in 
I I did some I did some more research and I couldn't recognize any US TV shows or movies that he was in. Um, so, but he's got a lot of he's got a lot of film credits behind him. So you know the dude's no slouch. He's he's pretty good. He was a good character in this one too. Um, he acted very well. And John Fling, uh, Flingham, he's the UK actor. Uh, and the Australian and UK viewers would know him from The Bill, Coronation Street and Heartbeat because these three uh, British shows are very popular in Australia. We've got a, a, a TV um, um, channel uh, that specialises in a lot of uh, British shows in the 80s and Coronation Street and The Bill were pretty frequent on that and Heartbeat was pretty popular in the 2000s as well so but you got the three actors that um played the mon well they're called the monarchs in this one so obviously they're suggesting that these are the original vampires like um that created vampirism globally uh hence the title of the monarchs so the female uh, matriarch is uh vivian perry uh and troy larkin is the male uh, matriarch and the little girl, uh, the child matriarch, is Ruby Isabel Hall. Um, when you look at their credits on IMDb, it's just this movie. That's it. So if this is their first movie, uh, well done. Well done. Man, you know what? I'll even give the kid Ruby a beer. Like, <laughs> come to Uncle Joe, I'll give you a beer for the first time. Well done. Good, good job. Um, you know, holy smokes. They did a great job, especially Ruby. Like when she's running around the ship and crawling and ducking through holes and and through staircases and all this kind of stuff in the ship. Man, what like the the physical work she put in was amazing. Like so well done, and I'm really impressed that this was kind of her first movie. Like well done, and the same as Vivian and Troy. Like to to have that much makeup on you and then portray. You know, two really evil characters like man, man oh man, and and so when I looked and I went, holy shit, this is their first movie, like that they I thought, wow, like that's incredible. So I'm not going to be surprised if these guys get picked up for more things, uh, and they should uh, for sure. The main things that jumped out about um, this movie for me uh, that really kind of little blew my cotton socks off was uh, the what I've put down here that may not make sense to people watching but I kind of hope you understand what I'm trying to say when I say this is the font in the credits I said it's like the font from Nosferatu like and and so I just put here Nosferatu font in red and with the black background and the red writing it gives it that really eerie kind of um, but it's almost a Germanic font as well, so I, I, not, I could be wrong about the Nosferatu thing, but it just reminded me a bit of Nosferatu. Um, so that's the one thing that I really liked as well. The music, right? Let me hunt down the music. Okay. Uh, yep. Brian Chichilla. Now, Brian, I owe you a beer. Holy smokes. Like, the music from the start to the end of this movie is amazing. That's what's playing in the background now. I'll put it, I, I hunted down on it on Spotify and got, got it playing in the background. 
uh, because I wanted people to hear it. Get on Spotify, listen to the soundtrack. Holy smokes. I'm going to be playing this when I'm writing because this is really inspirational, eerie music that I would love to write to. This is perfect. Um, the opening sequence, you've got survivors in a life raft. There is nothing around them. They're in the open ocean, right? The music and the credits, it just it gives you that sense of dread. It gives you the sense of helplessness of just being in a life raft and that's it. Like, you know, um, they've just overcome something pretty horrific. And so the music, every stage of this film nails what is going on on the screen. And that's why I said to, like, I'm saying to Brian, well done, mate. Like, fantastic job. Fantastic job. Um, the, the pace of the film as well is really good. Now, it's an hour and 38. Uh, they're on a life raft. The ship comes into view, and we see the view, the, the ship, four minutes into the movie. So, for an hour and 34, uh, you're, you're engaged with this movie. If you're not engaged, and you're looking at your fucking mobile phone, like, in the middle of this movie, you were probably one of those fucktards on IMDb that left those stupid comments that I accidentally came across and uh, oh mate I wish Chopper Reed was still alive so I could hire him to to go around and pay some of these commenters a visit with the bloody blowtorch to the feet I tell you oh my god what stupid comments and I, mate aren't you embarrassed like honestly one, ch one, one girl wrote down Oh, there was it was more talking and less blood sucking. I'm like, I'm sorry. If you wanted more sucking and less talking, it's called Pornhub. Like, what what are you what are you on here for? What are you doing, man? Like, it's oh man, I just I couldn't believe it. Some other dude pissed on about that the music was too loud and they couldn't hear the dialogue. I'm like, what the fuck? What movie are you watching? Like. Did you type in a bootleg copy of Blue Diesel? Like, what did you... What, what movie did you watch? It's called Readjust Your Sound Level, mate. Like, what the hell? Like, even the vampire was subtitled. So you could follow that. Like, you know... Oh, God. I just... Man, fuck. I... I... I just looked at it and I... Shit, you know. Justin, don't pay attention to it. The actors in this movie don't pay attention to it. Oh, my God bunch of ass clowns and I I just looked and I thought fuck aren't you embarrassed putting that comment there your face is there and then your name is there and I'm like are you for real are you for real like and you're not embarrassed keep your fucking comment to yourself if you don't like a movie don't like a movie don't go on IMDB or Rotten Tomatoes and start going fucking my feelings were hurt you know Oh, mate, it's just, it's just stupid. Absolutely stupid. Um, so, yes, anyway, like I said, it's it's getting ranty. It's starting to become my wedding <laughs> speech, so I'm going to get back to my notes. Not that I ranted and got angry in my wedding speech. I just wanted to clarify that. Um, so let's get back to the notes. Uh, so fast pace of the movie was really good. I really enjoyed it. It was well done. 
the ping pong dialogue. Now, I've mentioned this in a few episodes where I refer to it as a ping pong dialogue. Most movies have got this. It's the start of the film. It's a group of people, and they start going ping, 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 ping. And you get to know their name, who they're about, what they're doing, their kind of backstory, and they've got to zoom it through so then everyone watching it kind of knows what these people are about, and then you kind of either like them or you hate them or whatever. That's the purpose of it. So... The interesting aspect of the start of this group of people is because they've had to deal with something really full on before this, right? They're not friendly. Like, these guys are hurting physically. They're mentally hurt. They're exhausted. They've probably got post-traumatic stress disorder. They're fucking starving. They're freezing. Like, and they're in a laugh. They've just survived their hospital ship being torpedoed. So they would have lost people, right? Lost mates, comrades, co-workers, whatever, right? They're not going to be the Brady Bunch. Like, so they're in the boat. They approach, the, the ship comes out. They all start noticing it, and the arguing starts immediately. Like, and I mean immediately, they are at each other's throats. Like, and... Um, and it was released and throughout the first stage of the movie this skill keeps going this dialogue this harsh dialogue to each other it doesn't let up like they're they're you know so and i thought that was really good because it's realistic it's realistic that is what people would be like in that situation and that's the other reason why i really like this movie the dialogue is realistic right the attitudes are spot on to someone that has survived something like that or is post-traumatic stress and they're tired and they're hungry and mate me without a coffee in the morning oh shit get me in episode season four of vikings i tell you like jeez <laughs> louise like me without a coffee uh, <laughs> good luck um the other thing that really, really, that I loved about this movie is that when the vampires, come, they go down the Strigoi um, uh, path. And I'm like, wow, this this hasn't been toyed with since uh, Del Toro, um, uh, The Strand. Like, and and they kind of go that path. And, and the, the, so I like the fact that they specifically, the origins are Romanian and um the coffins are metal ass like oh my god like if if i had to design my coffin like everyone everyone would be like fuck joey like what are you doing but i'd be just like this is my coffin like this is what i want uh the book i loved the, the design this is what i'm saying the the design and the the people involved in this movie like was amazing the fact that they've got a australian naval ship and they converted it into a german naval ship was well done as well people are jumping up and down about it oh well the german battleship would have looked like fucking relax like you know it's it's pretend like enjoy it like anyway pull it in ring it in <laughs> stop ranting uh yeah so the, the props, every, it's good. It's good. It's really well done. Like, well done. And so, uh, well, they filmed it in Melbourne. So they managed to get it before the uh, the, the COVID issue created uh, that started in Victoria. So, um, yeah. Um, so like I said, 
the whole sort of guy kind of angle I thought was brilliant. They didn't just go, oh, it's a vampire, the end. Like, they they went through a whole thing. And the info dump on this vampire was fantastic. It was done visually. It was done with some really clever music. Now, what I mean by that, I'm not going to get into that. I'm going to leave that. I'm not going to spoil that. That, that fantastic it's non-verbal like you you get you piece it together what they're talking about and it's just shown to you in a clip and that is it that's your info and you know what you're dealing with like afterwards that I thought was really really good um, and then like I said a massive shout out to Wicked of Oz for all their stuff involved with this with this movie absolutely sensational so justin cast and crew special effects department the music just fucking 10 out of 10 10 out of 10 go out and buy it it's 20 bucks so australian viewers you can get it at jb hi-fi i've got it on jb hi-fi it's available at sanity as well and i think you can go on microsoft if you go on the xbox and stuff you can buy it or rent it or whatever um you're gonna like it i'd i'm really 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 surprised if if really surprised if you say i didn't like this movie i'd be like what the fuck like and and look i'm i'm gonna call it i will tell you to hand in your horror card your horror fan card and get the fuck out like that would be my response to that so in fact, don't tell me that you don't like me. This movie, this is probably your best, your best advice. Don't tell me that you didn't like this movie. Just don't say anything. That's the best thing you do. Just don't say anything. You go good on your Joe. You liked it. Great. And stay quiet. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's it for me. Blood Vessel. Check it out. High recommend. Ten out of ten. Awesome. Awesome movie. Uh, another little kind of um, mini news going around is Shutter is now available in Australia. So I signed up for that. So I'm pretty pretty excited that Australia finally gets a sniff at um, at uh, at Shutter. So I don't know if we're going to be sharing the same streaming as as the US or as Canada, um, but. I know we still can't get the app. It's not available yet to us. We've just got the, so I can only access it via the computer at the, and also on my phone opening up a, a browser, but I can't, the, the actual Shutter app is not available yet for me to download on my phone. So I'll happily wait for that. That's fine. I've already got a list of movies that I want to get cracking into. They've got Creepshow on. I am hanging out for Creepshow. Um, so yeah, it's it's kind of like fucking horror Christmas for me at the moment. Today was the trifecta, right? So I got Shutter, I got Blood Vessel, and I got the uh, George Romero um, book, the um, the late George Romero's book uh, that I think a gentleman, I think it was Tanya. Damn it, forgot the guy's name. But he's he's done the book in regard for for George Romero. So check it out, The Living Dead. Um, definitely check that out. I think it's available online. Um, so yeah, if you want to listen to Audible or um, thing as well. So 
Cool. I also managed to pick up a uh, Nightmare at Elm Street uh, Cadillac with Freddy uh, as well. So that was that was pretty cool. So that's kind of taken pride and place in my little uh, horror prop section in the back. And um, I'm just waiting on some more horror t-shirts. And man, I'm hanging out for Blood Vessel a t-shirt. I'm going to rock the shit out of that t-shirt. I will not wear it to church, however. Uh, <laughs> it's probably the only place where I will not wear it. Um, but the, uh, everywhere else, yeah, kids' birthdays, the, the whole works, you know. Um, yeah, um, my daughter's first day of kindy. That's uh, <laughs> it's being over the top. It's exaggerating. But, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an awesome, uh, awesome cover design and just an awesome movie. And, again, I love it. So that's it. Uh, this is a very happy Zombie Joe signing off from the crypt. Uh, stay scary, and I'll see you next time.